Welcome back to the Highland Disputed Sports Podcast. My name is Andrew. I'm here with my co-host Garrett. And today we are discussing the NBA playoff matchups and a little bit of our predictions for what's going to happen. And then we're going to talk about the NFL schedule, which comes out in about 30 minutes. And then I want to talk Super Bowl odds if they come out tonight, which I don't know if they will. Well, there should be Super Bowl odds posted already. They're from the 6th of February, though. That's that's the problem. Right. Well, but, that's because like they, I don't think they change until like games are actually yeah. played. And then I have a random question for Garrett, which he doesn't know about yet. So. Oh, great. As always, please remember to subscribe to the podcast. If you're listening on an Apple Podcasts, please rate the podcast five stars and leave your comments. Follow us on Twitter at Highly Undisputed. That's Highly Undisputed without the E. Send us questions to HighlyUndisputed247 at gmail.com. And leave us a voicemail at 315-752-6042. So you ready to get it? Like, what do you want to start? You want to do Eastern Conference first, Western Conference? Choose. Go for it. All right, let's let's go Eastern Conference first because I feel like there's... We can go Eastern because you actually have a team that's going to make the playoffs. So yeah, let's no, go. I let's actually don't think my team's going to make the playoffs. Oh, okay. I you but your team it still has a chance. My my team has, has no chance. All right, well let's let's do the rundown first. Um, Philly's going to be the one seed. I I think I, I don't think there's enough games for Brooklyn to catch them. Brooklyn's going to be two, Milwaukee three, and then Atlanta, Miami, and the Knicks can all flip flop between four, five, and six. And then right now the four play in teams are locked. It's Boston, Charlotte, Indiana, and the Wizards. Also, just want to throw this out there. I did say that when the Chicago Bulls made that Vucevic trade that it was pointless for them. Guess what? They're going to miss the playoffs. Oh, and now they don't have a first-round pick this year. I just want to take a lap on that because I did call that. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah. I, like, Shut up. Remember, you, you were, oh, this is a good trade, yeah. good trade. No, it's a terrible trade. I mean, let's just start with Boston. I mean, this. Let's get my team out of the way. Boston, Boston, Boston. What did I say? The team that doesn't deserve Jason Tatum. Let me start it off with that. Oh, stop it. Dude, who would you be without him? I mean, we'd still have Jalen. Well, we wouldn't have Jalen Brown because he's done for the season. Jalen Brown, yeah, done for the season. Going to have wrist surgery. I think he actually had it today. Don't start with me. Jason Tatum, listen, the Celtics are the greatest NBA franchise of all time. Okay? We absolutely deserve a player like Jason Tatum. I'm so sick of hearing that out of you. We deserve him. No, he's incredible. Don't. No. First don't. of all, I don't know how you can say that because he's not going to make all NBA this year. It he's not going to make matter. it. He's not going to make it. Who would you have without Jason Tatum? That's my that's my whole argument. Your team would be terrible without Jason Tatum. What are you Tatum? talking about? Oh my gosh. We you have Kemba Walker. This to me we before. have Kemba Walker you and Jalen Brown. You have agreed with me that your team would not be very good if you did not have Jason Tatum. We wouldn't Tatum. be as good as we are, although this season we've been terrible. But I mean... I honestly think that Boston's not going to get into the final eight here. So the way it's going to work for the play-in is the seven and eight seeds are going to play each other in a one-game play-in. And that whoever wins that will be the seven seed. And then the nine and ten teams will play each other. And then the winner of that plays the loser of the seven-eight game for the eight seed. When do play-in games start? Uh, they are next week. Okay. I mean, I think you guys can beat Charlotte. Gordon Hayward. No. Or- no? I do not think we can beat Charlotte. Really? Charlotte plays hard. Every team that's beaten Boston this year has yeah, but been your a team matchups that, are so much better, though. I, I don't think it matters. I no? really think that Charlotte is just going to outplay us as far as effort. Hmm. In a, in a one-game scenario, effort is, like, everything. Yeah. And I think that they're, they're going to exert far more effort than Boston will. I don't know. You guys are a very good postseason team. So I, I really don't think that there's a, a way that you guys don't beat Charlotte. I, 
I don't think you're giving yourself enough credit. And I love to bust your balls about the Boston Celtics, but I, I can't take it away from them that they are a good team. So I don't really see you guys not making it. I think you guys will steamroll Charlotte. And then when you get into the series play, I, I don't think you guys will well, have a problem. I mean, honestly, they'd be better off losing. Whoever's playing, like the 7-8 game, you're honestly better off losing that. Because I would much rather go into a matchup against Philly than a matchup against Brooklyn. Oh, I 100% agree. Like, if I'm Boston, I don't want to play Brooklyn right off the bat. Yeah. I'd much rather play Philly. First of all, they've had Philly's number in the postseason. Regardless of what the regular season numbers have been, like, postseason Boston-Philly, Boston's destroyed them yeah, every time. I, that's why I would 100% agree. So, like, if Boston comes out and gets smoked by the Hornets and then they have to play the Wizards for that eight seed, even though I think the Wizards are probably the most dangerous team of those four because Russell Westbrook... Oh, first of all, let's just give him some props. I'm not the biggest Westbrook fan. I think he's kind of overrated. But this led me into a question I was thinking about last night, and I didn't even know we were going to talk about him, but is Westbrook a Hall of Famer? Well, hang on. So, okay. congratulations to him. He broke Oscar Robertson's, Oscar Robertson's double record. Yeah. yeah, the triple-double record. If you had told me like five years ago that he was going to break that, I don't. I definitely would not have believed you. I don't think that that was ever like an unbreakable record, but it, it was definitely one of those ones that I don't think people, I ever thought someone was going to really come close to. So, that's really impressive. As far as the Hall of Famer thing goes, like, I mean, everybody gets into the NBA or into the Basketball Hall of Fame. If you win an MVP, you get in. There's no MVPs that haven't gotten in. So he's got an MVP. He's going to get in. Like, Derrick Rose might be the only MVP ever yeah. that doesn't get in. Like, the only, <laughs> Derrick Rose would have to, like, take the Knicks to the finals this year to get to get into the Hall of Fame. Like, I don't see it happening. Now, do you think his, his, his name is still tarnished with the whole, oh, you're a ball hog thing? Because that's all we've heard since he was on the Thunder when his team was giving him rebounds to get the triple doubles. Do you think now that he's doing it on the Wizards and he broke Big O's record, do you think he that wipes out that name of, oh, you're a ball hog and your team just is 100% boosting you to where you are? Or can you now say give him some props and say, hey, you, you actually are a very good player and maybe it wasn't all your team giving you all of these rebounds? Well, here's where I'll, sh- where I'll shoot the Oscar record down. So back in the 60s and the early 70s when the O was playing, they used to average 140 shots per game. Okay. So, like, they were moving up and down. So, the rebounds and the assists were, like, way easier to come by back then. That's why, like, like Bill Russell had a 55-rebound game. Like, nobody's touching. You know, like, Wilt had 40 rebounds a season. Like, he averaged a 50 and 25. Like, that's ridiculous. Like, so, Oscar's record is a little bit overrated in the sense that it wasn't hard to get triple-doubles back then. Nobody started caring about triple-doubles until, like, the 90s, honestly. Nobody went after them. Like, Ricky Davis was one of the first guys that, like, sought them out. I mean, he straight up missed a shot on purpose to get an offensive rebound to get a triple-double to, like... I think he had, like, a contract thing where if he had a certain amount of triple-doubles in a season, he would get, like, an extra $100,000 or something. Um, I don't think that Westbrook's is overrated. I do think that there's been a lot of, you know, his, his teammates will let him get rebounds. But, like, this season, I think he's averaging, like at least the last 20 games, he's been averaging like 14 rebounds a game, which is ridiculous. Like, that's not teammates helping him out. That's just straight effort. So, I mean, I can't knock the guy because he does play harder than anybody else in the league. There's not a guy night to night that plays harder than him. Yeah, he sags off on defense a little bit, but like all around, he crashes the boards, he attacks. His scoring numbers are down, shockingly. He's only scoring at 22 points a game right now. The thing I've always 
just not liked about Westbrook is he's like great for 46 minutes. And then in the last two minutes of the game, he's going to do 12 things to lose you the game. He just goes like haywire. Well, it's, it's always ridiculous. been the problem of he had a great shooter in Kevin Durant on the team and he had a great shooter in Paul George on the team. But for some reason, the ball always ended up in Russell Westbrook's hands to finish off the game. You could be down two points and the ball still going in Westbrook's hand, who statistically is not a very good three-point shooter. His career, I think, 31% from the Yeah, game. That's terrible. So he's, he's very bad. And I think that's why he's, he's failed. I wouldn't say as a player, but he fails teams in that aspect because I don't know if he requests the ball or... Oh, no, that's, that's not what it is. I think he has this, like, hero complex. He truly believes he's, like, the best player in yeah. the world. Which, well, I was just going to ask, was it like a Billy Donovan kind of drawing it up no, for Westbrook? Or no. You think it's all I him? think it's, <laughs> I'm the man. Like, yeah. Give me the damn ball. Like, like, if you're down two with Westbrook, and or like even if you're down one, you better believe he's chucking one from 30. Yeah. Like, he doesn't care. And I, I wonder, as a Thunder fan, I wonder what happens in all of these close games that we've had over our career. And I'm going to use the Trailblazers. Damian Lillard hit the shot over Paul George as an example. What happens in that series if Westbrook isn't taking all of those end-of-the-game shots? You give it to Paul George, who... I still don't trust Paul George in a playoff no? series. No, I don't think that matters. Paul George has been... Yeah, but, I mean, no matter... Playoffs or not... Okay, let's go playoffs. Are you? Do you want Paul George or Russell Westbrook to choose your game? I'd rather three? have Russell Westbrook, to be really? honest. Really? Paul George in the, play, in the postseason has been, like... I don't know if he has, like, a nerve issue or whatever, but, I mean, he in big moments has fallen apart. I mean, I don't know how many times I've seen him just come up way short in postseason matchups where I can't trust him at all, which when we get to the Western Conference, we'll talk about him a little bit. Let's get back to the play-in game here. I honestly, in my my heart of hearts, I think the Charlotte's going to beat Boston, and I 100% think that the Wizards are going to beat the Pacers. I don't know. I, I mean, do you have any thoughts on that series at all or, or just the The Wizards-Pacers? yeah. I don't you, could, know. you couldn't I, ask for two like totally different styles. Of yeah, play. exactly. Like the Wizards, Beal and Westbrook are taking every shot, and the Pacers are such a great like. They're having issues with their coach right now, but the, the like the the style of ball movement they have is really nice to watch. It's pleasing to the eye, actually. Shockingly, and the team that I'd like to see make it is is the Wizards, just because I like I still have that deep rooted love for Russell Westbrook. I, I think he's a great basketball player. Like he's the whole reason that I was a Thunder fan. Because I'm gonna throw it to two K just for a second. Like he's an athletic basketball player. And that's oh, he's out, in and outside of two K. Like he does he some is like, amazing things. The most athletic point guard in NBA yeah. history. So like, that's that's the God's honest truth. Even There's though, not an athletic point guard more than him. Even though he might be the reason Kevin Durant left the Thunder, which I don't care. Kevin Durant left the Thunder because he's a soft. That's I, I want to see Russell Westbrook make make the playoffs. I'll tell you what. You know who doesn't want to see Russell Westbrook make the playoffs is the Philadelphia 76ers. That's the last team they want to see is the eight seed. I'll tell Why? you right now, if the Wizards are the eight seed and they play Philly in the first round, that series could go seven. Why? Well, the idea, because what you're going to have is you're going to have Westbrook and Beal, and those are two guys that can make it difficult. And Embiid's going to score like 40 in that series, but the Wizards are fine with that. The Wizards want to win games, you know, 147 to 145. Like, they're good with that. And they'll get into any shootout you want. They don't care. They'll play Westbrook and Beal 46 minutes a night, no problems. And they'll put pressure on Ben Simmons to make a decision. Like, they can take Ben Simmons defensively out of the game 
because I don't think he can guard either one of those guys straight up. So you he he might just be stuck guarding someone in the corner. Like I don't think he can stay in front of those guys as great of a defender as he is, and he's a first team all defensive guy. Like that's going to be a bad matchup for Philly. And we already know that Westbrook and NMB do not like each other. Oh yeah, they don't like each other. We all know that. Philly does not want to see them. Philly would probably rather play Boston. Like, no question they would rather play Boston. And Boston's probably the better team, even without Jalen Brown. Like, they're better than the Wizards. But psychologically and mentally and physically, like, the Wizards are the worst matchup for Philly. That is a terrible matchup for them. Just because Westbrook's going to make the game weird. It's going to be just, he might have 36, 12, and 16, honestly. Yeah, I mean, that makes sense to me. I, I really haven't thought of it that way. I, I think the 76ers are just dominant, and I don't think a team really poses a threat to them in general outside of the Nets or the Bucks. Yeah, so I, I mean... You, you mentioned the Celtics against the Sixers a couple times now, and I I get that like Boston has notoriously been great against the Sixers over the past few years in playoff games and even regular season games, but that Sixers team is so Just dominant. to be clear, I would not pick Boston in a series Yeah, but I mean, Philly. they would give them some trouble. Those are two games that realistically, like... They'd be lucky to get to six games. Really? I, yeah, I, I don't think they can get... They so don't have If the there's shooting. a team that goes seven games with the Sixers, it's the Wizards do? I think the Wizards, of these bottom four yeah. that would potentially play them, I would say the Wizards have the best chance to go seven out of those four because Indiana's problem is they don't have the scoring Charlotte they don't have the size or like they just haven't been there you know they're not they're They're not mentally tough yeah they're not going to be mentally tough enough for a postseason series and like everything slows down in the playoffs the Hornets want to play fast and you're not going to play fast against Philly in the playoffs like they're going to slow it down to a grind like you're going to have to get buckets in the half court and Charlotte can't do that the Wizards can do that. Russell Westbrook and Bradley Beal have no problem getting a bucket in the half court. So they have no problem with a slow game that goes, you know, they're, they're either they're fine beating you 147 to 145 or they're good beating you like 91 to 89. They'll do it either way because Bradley Beal and Westbrook can have 70 of the 90 points and that's all they need. They're my favorite of those four to do something. Indiana to me is just out. I don't see anything with them. Charlotte against the Nets might be fun, but it's still a sweep. Like, that's a sweep. Are we going to say that the one and two are really, like, no matter who they play, like, one team is really only going to give them a struggle? That's what I would say. Yeah. Okay. Um, So let's move on to the three seed. I don't know. The Bucs don't. The Bucs have the three seed locked up, Bucs are locked into three, yeah. Well, they could get to two, but I don't think they will. Right now it has them projected playing the Knicks. Is there any way in your mind that the Knicks pull out a win against the Bucs in a seven-game series? Well... They still could play the Heat. So four, five, and six could all flop. And Boston still could get out of the seven. They could. 38 and 31 for all of them. Yeah. Boston could get to seven and the the Knicks could fall out. But like, I would say that the team Milwaukee doesn't want to play as Miami because Miami's had their number and defensively, like, they can match up with Milwaukee. They're fine, again, playing a low-scoring slugfest. Like, Miami's good with that. Well, yeah, I mean, my, the Bam Adebayo is a defensive player of the year candidate, so. He's in there. Um, and, like, Jimmy Butler, you know, in a close game, Jimmy Butler is one of the more clutch players in the league. Well, I think it comes down to, like, Miami plays, like, they get down and dirty when they play defense. Yeah, They're absolutely. not a soft team. And I think that's why, like, say what you want about their playoff run last year, I think that's kind of what helped them. They have always been a statistically, like, we are going to, we are going to fight you, and you are going to be hurting at the end of this series, no matter what. And, I mean, I think it came to bite them in the ass at the end of the day because, obviously, we saw how they did against the Lakers. But 
Well, the thing with Miami is like like you said, they're gonna play defense, they're gonna play hard, and they play new style basketball. It's everything's a layup or a three. There's no mid range, and they have guys that can get really really hot, and they can go cold, and they've been cold for a lot of the season. But like, if Duncan Robinson and Tyler Harrow get hot, that's enough to win a series for you. And the thing that Milwaukee struggles with is defending the three. Like they give you the three. They don't give up layups, but they'll give you the three. Well, if you get hot against them, you're going to beat them because they're just going to let you keep taking threes. They do not worry about that shot. So if Miami falls to the six, I think you could see an upset there. I wouldn't expect it or predict it, but it's very possible. If it's the Knicks, I think that's a a five-game gentleman sweep. I don't see the Knicks being a problem for the Bucs. Like, I just don't. When everything changes in the postseason, when the officials change, when the game slows down, New York... I'm happy for Knicks fans. Like, I'm really happy that the Knicks have been relevant this year. But, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm not seeing The only chance they have in a series is if they play Atlanta. If they play Atlanta, they can beat Atlanta, I think. Because Knicks- Atlanta, to me, is, is honestly the most overrated team in the playoffs this year. They've won a lot of games because they were well-rested and they just can hit a lot of threes. To me, that's... But, yeah, I, I don't see the Knicks beating Milwaukee. And I, I could see the Heat doing it, though. The Heat have the team to do it, and they have the shooting for it. I, I think, are you good with the with the East? Yeah, East, I'm good. I, I mean, just want to ask you one question. So yeah. based off of where the standings are now, we're not going to like predict Charlotte and Boston switch or whatever. Sixers, Charlotte, you got the Sixers winning? Yeah. Sixers, Charlotte? Yeah. Yeah, I would have the Sixers. And yeah. Brooklyn, Boston? Yeah, I'd have Brooklyn. Okay. And Milwaukee next, you just said Milwaukee. Yep. Atlanta, Miami? I would take Miami. Okay. And then it, it goes, it's one in one, one seeds, right? It's, yeah, well, no, it's, so the one, the one eight plays the four five, and then the two three, or the two seven plays the three six. All right, who do you have in the, in the? I would have, if it's Philly against Miami, that's a really tough one. I might take Miami in that situation because they match up well. They just do. That's the thing with Miami. Like, they match up with everybody because they can play multiple styles. And then Brooklyn, Milwaukee. Brooklyn, I have Brooklyn. The only team in the East I see beating Brooklyn is Philly. I can't think of a scenario where anybody else can beat them. Milwaukee can do it, but it's going to take Giannis being able to hit open shots, and I don't trust him to do that. Everybody in the playoffs does the same thing. They build that wall, and they stop him from getting to the rim. And if you do that, like you're going to stop him. So I have Brooklyn, and I have Philly in the Eastern Conference Finals. I'm not making a prediction on that yet. I need to see how the playoffs go before I can make a pick. Yeah. I can tell you right now I would pick Brooklyn, but I'm going to wait to make that final prediction. What are you thinking? The same thing or? I think realistically Miami could make it to the Eastern Conference Finals again. I think depending on how the the playoffs roll around, I think Miami are a, uh, not a sleeper in my mind because I don't think they're in the range of being a sleeper. I think they you are. You can't go to the finals the year before and then be asleep. Well, yeah. That, that, that doesn't count. It doesn't work um, like that. <laughs> so Miami wins, and then they would play the Sixers. And I think Miami could win a seven-game series against the Sixers. And then, I mean, if it's if it's Miami-Brooklyn, then I got to take Brooklyn. That team is just, it's, I don't see a team. If they're healthy, yeah. 100%. Like, I don't see a team in the East or maybe even in the West, taking them down. There's no team in the league that has three guys that can get you 60. They can all get 60 if they need it. Yeah, I, I mean, mean, if we talk about LeBron and AD, 
I, I think they can get you 45, 50, maybe <laughs> 60. Even, but I, we're talking 60 with two players, and potentially you could have 80 with three players on the on the on the Nets. Maybe even 90 with all three with Katie, James Harden, and Kyrie. I mean, they're they're all going to average like 27 a game in the playoffs. Yeah, assuming they're healthy, and that's the thing. Like, I, can we talk about Durant for a second? Yeah. So Durant leaves Golden State. He gets hurt. Okay. How much credit do you give Durant for those two Golden State titles? Like, how, to me, those two, amount. in his all-time legacy rankings, how, how much credit do those help him? I would say a good amount. Okay. If we're going to, they won two, correct, with KD? Yeah, they got two wins. I'm going to say, I'm going to count that as, as one win. I'm going to count that each one is a half of a ring for Kevin is Durant. Is it, okay, is it equivalent to, okay, the Houston Rockets in the 90s, they got two titles. They did it without Jordan in the league. A lot of people kind of take those titles and are like, ah, they're not completely legitimate. What did because they beat you, in the, that was they in the, beat in the, the Knicks and they beat the Orlando Magic. So they beat Pat Ewing in the Knicks and they beat a young Shaq Penny in the Magic. I think the Knicks one counts for the, the... Okay. But, like, would you value Hakeem's two titles... More than Durant's two titles yes. with the okay, yes. so you value them more. Yes. So like a lot of people don't value those titles as highly because you didn't beat Jordan. Like well, Jordan yeah, I'm left. Not saying that I'm not saying that I value them highly, but I do value them more than Golden State or Kevin Durant okay, on so, Golden State. So we agree there because I would say that like I don't value those titles that highly because Jordan they didn't beat Jordan and Jordan once he broke through and won nobody was beating him. So to me like those two titles for Durant. Like his legacy obviously is helped by them, but it doesn't. I don't put him in the top twenty yet. If he can't stay healthy, so he misses all of last year and he's not played in a lot of games. I think he's only played in like thirty-seven games this year. Let's say that he's just never really one hundred percent healthy again. So okay, we're gonna say that he plays how many games in a, se- a full season? No COVID. How many games does he play in that season? I'm thinking like, let's say he continues to play like around half the games, seventy percent of all the games. He's never going to be able to catch LeBron in the scoring race because it's just not like his body's not going to be allow him to do that. He's already had foot problems. He's got ankle problems. Well, I think what hurts him is the fact that he's one of those lengthy guys that. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. That eventually your body just doesn't work with you anymore. It works against you. And with that, I mean, I, I don't think he's got a lot left in the tank. He missed all of last year. He missed 40 games this year. Yeah. I mean, maybe three years left at a, at a better than decent like player. So, so like, if he wins the title with Brooklyn this year, it would be another title where you've stacked the deck so much that how can you lose, you know? Well, yeah, I mean, they got Aaron Rodgers now, too. <laughs> Everybody's playing for them. It really killed him when LaMarcus Aldridge retired. Oh, like, yeah, it was the worst. Like, I just, I, I don't know how to value Kevin Durant's career. Like, I'm asking you, how do you value his career? Let's say he wins a title this year. He's got... Four top-level season. Like, he's still a top-seven player in the league right now when healthy. But, like, that's the problem. He's not always healthy. So, like, where do you value his career all time? Because I'm looking at him and I'm like, man, you know, you, you ha- he's, ha- he's one of the best scorers in NBA history. Like, no question. He can get any bucket he wants at any time. But statistically, he's not going to have the numbers because he's not been healthy. And he really doesn't have the championships because, in my opinion... He stacked the deck in every single one of his titles that it's 
like it's, it's hard. just it's, it's just a cheap title to me. It's hard for me to rank him because realistically he has been a top player in the league for the last what, six years? He's been a top five player. Oh man. I mean at least since twenty thirteen. Yeah, he won so his he won his MVP in twenty fourteen, I believe. Yes, his MVP season was twenty fourteen. I mean, he's been a top five player since twenty thirteen. No, since twenty twelve. Yeah, so nine years. Yeah, I mean, you're talking nine years as a top five player in the league, and you win three titles, maybe if potentially three titles. Year. Yeah, and I just think that those three titles are like they're just weak titles. I, I think it, I think that it, when you look at a stat like that as a top five player in the league for nine years, only winning three titles. You made it to uh, what four, f- five finals? Well, he's got two with the war or three with the Warriors, the Thunder title or the Thunder championship yep. run that wasn't a title run, and then potentially with the Nets here, that'd be five. Yeah. So, even three titles out of five, I don't, I don't, I don't think that that values him very high. I don't put him in my top twenty-five, maybe thirty. Yeah. He's definitely top thirty for me. Like, but what, you start getting down to the thirtieth guy. And the it's problem like, with KD is you're comparing him to. LeBron. No, I'm not comparing him to LeBron. Well, you got to think of the era. No, no, like LeBron to me has already cemented his legacy. I'm comparing him to, okay, Scottie Pippen ranks where? You know, like I value three Kevin Durant titles to three Scottie Pippen titles. Like what do those titles say about Scottie Pippen? Well, he was the second best player on those championship teams, you know? So like that's kind of the same amount of credit I feel like equal so like if if Durant had set or six titles and they were all kind of similar to these that's kind of how I value him like we don't give Scottie Pippen a top 15 all-time player no because he was the Pippen. second best player he was the yeah. Pippen to the Jordan and it's like well, well Kevin Jordan Durant was is the, the reason b- Kevin Kevin Durant was the best player on the Warriors no no Steph Curry was the best player on those Warriors Steph Curry was the engine that made that go he made everything go on those Warriors okay teams. like so is Kevin Durant the best player on the Nets to you when healthy? All three of them are healthy. Who's the best player? That's that's tough because James Harden. That's what I was just as much say. as I hate James Harden, I hate everything about the way he plays the game of basketball. Like right now, I would say that Harden. Man, that's tough. Statistically, God, it sucks seeing two of my those OKC guys on. What do you mean? You have three OKC guys. What are you talking about? What are you talking? James Harden was on the Oklahoma City Thunder. You remember? that? I'm talking game. about on the Nets. Yeah, two of them. On oh, the Nets. I'm I'm sorry. I forgot Westbrook was not on the Nets. Yeah. For a second. I, <laughs> honestly, he should be on the Nets at this point. Why they haven't traded Kyrie for Westbrook is beyond me. I would have traded Kyrie six months ago. It hurts just seeing all that. Um, like, I, I I just I, I don't know. I just wanted to ask you like how you value him. I I don't know. He's gonna I, be it's, tough. It's hard because you really have to as as an analyzer and a hall. I mean, he's gonna get in the Hall of Fame. But when you sit there and rank Kevin Durant in your all time rankings, you have to. It's just it comes down to personal value with these rings and on the team that he's in or he's on. And to me, I feel like he's had a a wishy wash play like championship wins because these teams are great. These teams are going down. If the Nets can win this year, and then say the Nets stay healthy next year and they win another one next year. These are two great teams that he's been on. And I'm not gonna say two of the best, but they are two very, very, very good teams. Basketball well, teams. you can argue that that first Warriors title with him is like it's the greatest it's the it's the greatest collection of talent to win a title of all time like in the league at that time there was no there was no competition like nobody was touching that team 
LeBron would have needed like 60 and 10 every night to touch that team. Like it wasn't going to happen. So I don't know. We're going to have to talk about that when, like when he retires, there's going to be a major discussion as like where he falls in the ranks. I feel like some Durant fans are going to overvalue him because they just love him. Like, but to me, he's never going to be a top 10 all-time player. Like he's missed his chance. The titles are not legitimate enough to me. I mean, now you start talking top 10, you're like, Tim Duncan, Larry Bird, Kobe Bryant, Shaq, Kareem, Russell, Wilt, Jordan, Magic. Hypothetically speaking, Michael. His career his career pans out the same way, but OKC wins the title that year. I think you look at him differently. Okay. Cuz he would have just a lot. He would have beaten the 73 and 9 Warriors team, which like if he was to beat that team, look how much credit LeBron gets for that. A lot. If he was to beat that 73 and 9 Warriors team, like that's massive. So, yeah, I, I think that leaving Oklahoma City, even if he had left Oklahoma City and, like, Boston was the second team. Like, if he didn't pick Golden State, he was picking Boston. He's made that clear. Like, if he goes to Boston and wins a title, people would have valued him higher because he's only joining Isaiah Thomas and Al Horford. Like, he ain't joining the super team. He's joining a really a team, and he's got to be the dude. Like, he didn't have to be the dude on Golden State. He could go out there and average... 20 and Steph Curry's going to get 35 and carry that team. Yeah. Let's move to the West. Yeah, that's what I was just going to say. The West is where it's fun for me, especially with the play-in. So right now in the play-in, you have the Lakers at 7, the Warriors at 8. Then you have Memphis at 9 and San Antonio at 10. New Orleans and Sacramento can both get in. if So Golden State and Memphis are kind of locked, basically. But San Antonio can fall if New Orleans wins out and they lose out. If New Orleans gets in, they're going to beat Memphis. Like, they've had Memphis's number, no question. Even though I think Zion may be injured. He's out for the year. Oh, he is done for the year. No, well, no, that changes everything. I think that he's changes out with everything. Wrist Never mind. I changed. I take that all back. Yeah, that's why I was going to say. Even if, if the Pelicans make it, it's going to be very sad to see them because I, I've always been the. I, I'm very, everybody's just overhyped on Zion Williamson. I'm not, okay. I'm I'm one of those people that hasn't been a fan of him, but like what he can do on a basketball court. Oh, it's astronomical! It's, it's ridiculous because there's nobody in the league that can actually like guard him. I thought people were going to be able to guard him. They actually can't. Like he he him as an offensive rebounder is unstoppable. Like yeah. it's it's unstoppable. If he wants an offensive rebound, he's going to get it, and he can get the putback. Well, that's why I'll be very disappointed because I I do want to see what Zion can do in a playoff run. And realistically, yes, they beat Memphis. And let's say that they go on. Let's say that the Warriors beat the Lakers. And then the Lakers end up falling to play the Pelicans. I think the Warriors are going to lose to the Lakers because I don't think Steph Curry is going to play in that game. Really? I think they're going to sit Curry against the Lakers because I I think that they're going to say, well, you know, we don't really want to play Phoenix. We'd rather play Utah. And... They're going to sit him against the Lakers because, well, can they can they beat the Lakers? Yes. But it would take such an effort that why not just let him play against Memphis and San Antonio and they can easily win that game, give him some rest, and then play Utah. And Utah is not what people think they are. I think this West is just very over overhyped in general. I don't think Utah makes a good run. I don't think Phoenix makes U- a good run. Utah and Phoenix, to me, are the classic. We played really well in the regular season because we didn't go far in the playoffs last year. And like, and you'll see it. Like, 
the four teams that were in the Final Four last year, Denver, the Lakers, Boston, and Miami, look at them in the standings. They're all fourth or lower in the standings because they were all gassed. They've all had injury problems this year. They've all had COVID issues. Like every single one of them has been decimated with injury all season long because they had to play and they only had like, you know, 90 days of rest. So like Utah and Phoenix, yeah, they played great all season. If the Lakers are the seven seed, Phoenix is getting swept. They're going to get swept. Like I don't care if LeBron's not 100%. LeBron and AD are so much better than Chris Paul Devin Booker and DeAndre Ayton. And I so badly want Chris Paul to get a championship that it hurts me to say this. LeBron would sweep them. I can't disagree. That's a sweep to me. Phoenix can't beat the Lakers. They can't. So what do you put the odds at that both the if the one and the two seeds stay the same, what are what are the odds that both of them lose in the first round? If if the Warriors are the eight seed, Golden State's had Utah's number. Like they've had their number every time. Every time they've met in the playoffs, Golden State has beaten them at least in the last five years or in the I last ten years. Regular actually. season, uh, regular season, I don't have the uh, Utah won one twenty seven to one oh eight, and then Golden State won one thirty one to one nineteen, and then Golden State won one nineteen to one sixteen. I'm telling you, Steph Curry is the last guy. So if you're if you're Utah, Phoenix, Portland, Dallas, and the Lakers, Steph Curry is the last guy you want to see in a playoff series. Other than Denver and the Clippers, all of those teams do not want to see him. What does it do for Curry's career if he takes this Warriors team to a final? Well, he's not going to the finals. Let's just say. No, he's or not getting the Western finals. Conference let's, finals. Let's say he wins two play. Let's say he wins a playoff round and goes to seven in the second round. That that to me would be a successful playoff run for okay. him. If he does that, that's big time. And also, so the last game of the or the last night of the season. Bradley Beal and Curry are in this ridiculous race for, like, the scoring title. The Wizards play, I think they're going to have a 7 o'clock game. The Warriors will have a 10 o'clock game. Okay, both of us are way too young for this. So back in 77, David Thompson and George Gervin were, like, going for the scoring title. And they were in, like, half a point of each other. Gervin scored, like, 67 going into the last game of the season. If David Thompson got 70, like he won the scoring title, he went out and got 70 that night. I expect Bradley Beal to put up like 55 in the season ender. And then Curry knows he's got to get some ridiculous number to pass him. And he goes out and gets like 68, 70. Which he can do. Which I, that's all I'm rooting for. Like I'm straight up rooting for Steph Curry to get some ridiculous scoring number in all of these playoff games. Like if he successfully gets this team to the second round and has a good second round, that is massive for his career because there's a lot of people that have been like, ah, Steph Curry, I don't know. Like in the finals, it was, you know, he wasn't the dude. It was Clay and Iggy, and then it was KD. Like, if he can do that and carry this shitbag Golden State Warriors team to a second round appearance and do well, that's big time. He's been spectacular all year. Like, there's like four players in the league that when they do something, I freak out about. He's one of them. And the other three are Celtics guys. Like, he's the one guy, he does anything. It's like, Jesus, how did that go in? He's ridiculous. If I'm any of those teams, I don't want to see him. Like, Utah, they better pray. They got to they gotta pray that Memphis beats him. Because, like, they don't want to see him. They just don't. He could get. He could average 50 in a, in a postseason. Like, oh, yeah. Either there's way. one dude in the league that can consistently hit 12 threes in a game. There's one dude. That's him. Like, and, and the Lakers, like yeah, I said, they're going to sweep Phoenix. <laughs> Let me tell you something. 
Lakers Clippers round two. That's what everybody wants. Like we all want oh, yeah. that. We want it. Actually, we want it round one to make sure that it happens. But like, if we get that round two, that's awesome. I want to ask you about the four and five game. Thank you, Denver and Portland. What what's going through your mind with that game? I got Denver, no problem. I kind of want to disagree. Okay, do it. Make the case. It's just a feeling. Like Jokic has been this good all year. He's both of our front runners for the MVP. Can the guy win a win a playoff game by himself? Not by himself. No, he's got a solid decently group around him. Yeah. Can he hold off Damian Lillard in the Portland Trailblazers yeah. in a seven-game series? I, I trust him. Yeah? I do. <laughs> I love Jokic. Oh, we I both I mean, do. I like, love Jokic. He is, against Portland, I, I have faith. He'll destroy them. Probably a 36-12-8 series for him, honestly. I mean, Yusuf Nurkic can't guard him. He can't. They don't have a single guy on their team that can stay in front of him. Um, Aaron Gordon... And Michael Porter, Michael Porter, like I think this is going to be the playoff series where he takes that leap. He finally does what everyone's been waiting for him to I do. I don't know if it's what everybody's been waiting for him to do, but I feel like whatever he is right now, I think he's averaging like 17 and a half a game. I think we're going to see him go to 25 in the playoffs. So he's going to do what Tyler Hero did last year. No, stop with Hero because Hero didn't keep it going this year. No, it was a, just a question. And he went, he, okay, Hero <laughs> went from like... Ten and a half to like fourteen. Don't Michael Porter's averaging like seventeen a game, and he could go to twenty five. We're talking about like what Tatum did as a rookie when he went from thirteen to twenty four in the playoffs. Like okay. that's the kind of jump I'm talking about. Not not your BS Tyler Hero <laughs> hits a few threes. Don't even get me started. Okay, you Flash could see bags. you could see Michael Porter really take a leap, and if he doesn't, that's where Denver screwed up. If he doesn't take that leap, they had an offer for James Harden, and they would have screwed up. And by the way, we see what this matchup could look like one last time this season. Yeah, we do. They play May 16th. Yep. Which is four I, days. I believe that's the last day of the season. Okay. That is that Sunday? I think May 16th. Yeah, May yes. 16th is Sunday. May 16th, or Sunday is the last day of the season. So that's a preview. That, that's, listen, that could be for home court. Oh, no, it's not. No, the no, Denver the home court they're, in, they're in the four seed. Denver could get to the three, to be honest. Do you think that if that whatever happens, say Denver and Portland are locked into play, which I believe they are, right? Oh no, no, Dallas no, could Denver, catch them. Denver could go to three and the Dallas Lakers could, could go also, to five. The Lakers could catch them as well. The Lakers yeah, but the Lakers it's gonna be tough. The Lakers are pretty much in the seven. They would have a really hard time getting to six. Come Sunday. Say it's locked in that though they're the four and the five. Do you do they sit? I would Jokic? rest everybody. If you're locked into your seed, I would rest the last day of the season. I agree. I I would just rest. Jokic, sit him down. MVP's locked up. Nobody can touch him. Like, yeah, nobody's touching him. I mean, you gave me a stat the other day of you, how many NBA or the voters they voted like. Oh yeah, the, of them. Tim Bontemps did a straw poll, which basically he polls like all of the voters that are going to vote for MVP. Jokic got 95 out of 100 first place votes. Like. He's winning MVP. That's yeah. that's locked up, and as he should. Like, oh I don't, yeah. And if anybody wants agree. to tell me um, Embiid plays better on defense, go check Jokic's defensive numbers. It's not like Embiid's running away with it. Jokic plays very well on defense now. He's not the same guy as he was two years ago. 
same question that I asked you in the in the East. Who are your top two teams? Who do you think makes to the Western Conference Finals? All right. I'm big on the Clippers. And I know that I shit all over Paul George like 15 minutes ago. I believe in Kawhi Leonard. I think that they're really deep. Do you know that they have six guys on their team that are going to finish the season shooting over 40% from three? I did not. That has never happened before. They they shoot the lights out. It's ridiculous. Now, let me and tell you, Dallas has had LA's number. I, I, yeah, that's the one thing. If they can get by Dallas. Or hope that Portland drops. Yeah, if they play Portland, that's a wrap. Honestly, they could fall to the four seed and it doesn't matter. They could honestly tank the season and go to four and let Denver take the three. And then they would get, you know, Portland in round one, which I think is an easy win for them. I, I really don't think they'd struggle with Portland at all. Probably sweep them. And then assuming that the Jazz win, but I think the, the Warriors are going to win, like they wouldn't struggle with the Warriors. They would be fine with the Warriors because they'll just let Steph do his thing and they'll lock everybody else down. And they can shoot with Steph. You know, like as a team collectively, they can shoot with it. Yes. The Clippers are my pick. I'm probably going to be wrong because it's the freaking Clippers. And every to time. To make it out of the West, they're your pick? I'm picking them to go to the finals. Now, who, I'm not going to pick a team out of the East. I will pick the Clippers to go to the finals out of the West. Uh, who makes it to the Western Conference final with them? This is tough because it should be the Lakers, but the Lakers are possibly going to play them in round two. Yeah. If the Lakers. Oh, no. They, if they get to six. Because, oh, they could get to five, I guess. Okay, let me let me do it this way. If the Lakers somehow get to five and the Clippers stay at three, it's Lakers-Clippers in the conference finals. If things stay as they are now, I'm going to take Denver to get to the conference finals to play the Clippers. Is there any way in your mind that Denver beats the Clippers? Oh, man, that's tough. Without Murray, I don't see it. I believe in this Clippers team. Like... We haven't had to talk about them this year as a team that's not played up to potential. They've been very good all year. Paul George and Kawhi have missed combined, I think, like, what, they've missed 18 and 16. I think they've missed almost 40 games combined, I roughly. 34 if it's 18 yeah, and 16. I think, I think it's somewhere around there. I believe in them in the postseason. Paul George, as much as I'm not a fan of him in the playoffs, like, Kawhi Leonard is that dude in the playoffs. He, he can dominate. I love the Rondo pickup. I said at the trade deadline, I thought that was the biggest move that anybody made. He is, like, playoff Rondo's a thing, and they have him. Serge Ibaka in the postseason is big time. I really like what they have. So six or the Clippers are basically your finals pick. I'm locking the, the Clippers in as my finals pick, yeah, for the West. I don't have an East pick yet because I need to see what Brooklyn looks like when we get to the playoffs. If Brooklyn looks like I think they can, I'll take Brooklyn versus the Clippers in the playoffs. And the who finals. wins? Oh, man. I'm going to take the Clippers if they play each other. Okay. I'm going to take the Clippers. There's something about playoff Rondo and Kawhi Leonard that I trust that. Yeah, see, I, I know what I'm getting out of I them. love Paul George, so I'm going to agree with you and say it's the Clippers. I'm probably a very, I'm a very, very big Paul George fan. I mean, in a postseason, I don't trust Kevin Durant. He's had a lot of faults. I don't trust Kyrie Irving at all because he might just take a sabbatical, honest to God. Like, he might just walk away from his team. And James Harden, how many times has he got to fall apart in the postseason? I don't yeah. trust any one of them three. Uh, to collectively, yeah, they're great. I trust Kawhi Leonard to get a finals taken care of, and I trust the hell out of Rondo to do something about it. That dude is a baller, 100%. So, I think we've wrapped up pretty much a lot of the NBA. Yeah, I'm, 
I'm just really excited for this postseason. Like, I'm depressed that my team is taking a shit and we're we're gonna be bounced. Like, we're gone. Yeah, this was the time where I really watched a lot of basketball because I I don't watch a lot of regular season basketball games. I I tend to watch a lot of postseason games, but the football schedules are slowly trickling in. All right, so here's what we're gonna do. We're gonna t- let's take a quick break. Okay, and then you and I can look over the schedule real quick. We'll figure out what we want to talk about, and then we'll jump into the schedule. Okay, night one of the NFL season, Dallas at Tampa. Thank you, NFL schedule gods, for that one. Like, not only are we going to get Tom Brady on Thursday night football to kick off the season, we're going to get him beating the absolute piss out of the Dallas Cowboys. What could be anything more American than that? Like, sorry, let's go. Sorry, I got distracted. Gridiron Heights just came out. No, there's a Gridiron Heights out? Yeah. Out? Oh, so hang on. Maybe we need to take a break <laughs> and watch that <laughs> We got something to, to watch after the podcast. Do the Buccaneers easily beat the Cowboys? Oh, I think that's a smoke show. Really? Oh, yeah. Tampa, you were just saying, Tampa's going to roll out there and last it. week, oh, the Cowboys defense is going to be so good with the players that they drafted. Yeah, but they're playing Tampa. Tampa's going to roll them. Like, they're going to roll them. I hate you. That's a smoke show. I hate you. I'm I'm thinking like 37 to 20. You're an idiot. How am I an idiot? <laughs> they won the f- the freaking Super Bowl. You're an idiot. All right. So how do you want to do this? Do you want to go over like targeted games? Do you want to just do primetime games? I have the Steelers schedule up and the Sunday and Monday night games up. I have like week by week up right okay. now. So I have every game from week one. I'm looking at all of them right now. Okay. Yeah. I mean, what other than the opening night game, uh, where's where's the Chiefs game? They gave us can or they gave us Cleveland at Kansas City week one, four twenty five slot time. I really like that game. That's a good matchup to start week game one for the Browns too. Yes, I I like that. Which realistically, the Browns can win that game. Yeah, I think they can too. Running the ball. The other game I'm excited about is Arizona at Tennessee, just because I love Kyler Murray and King Henry baby, two thousand yards again this year. Those are three, like, good games week one for me. I think the Bills and Steelers game is going to be good. Yeah, it's going to be a... I a, understand... Steamrolling, baby. Everybody everybody is, oh, the Steelers aren't going to be good. I agree. Steelers aren't going to be good. But I think their games are going to be good. I think they might lose a lot. Why? Because they're going to throw it 65 times? I think the games are going to be pretty good. And I think... It might keep them in games. Is the games are going to be close, and then Big Ben's going to come out. You know, I'm going to do what Big Ben does. And <laughs> Buffalo is going to steamroll them. Don't even try to talk yourself into that one. Dolphins-Patriots. I think it's a good game. Uh, Yeah, that's got potential to be a fun one. Jets-Panthers. Sam Darnold revenge game. Nah, I'm not feeling... Wait, that's week one? Yep. Jets-Panthers? Wow, week one revenge for Sam Darnold. Yeah, Sam Darnold throwing a party that day. Um, Man, Chargers football team. I think it's going to be a good. Ah, that's going to be strange because defensive yeah. game. I'm excited for the Chargers this year. I'm really excited for Herbert. Battle of the bottom of the AFC South and the Jaguars and Texans. Texans who might not even have a hey, quarterback at that point. It's Tebow time, baby. It's bad when the when the Jags have two quarterbacks better than the Texans' starting quarterback. If it's not Deshaun Watson, Tebow time. He's magic. Stop it. The Monday night football game that week is Baltimore at Raiders. Raiders Why yeah. isn't there two Monday night football games? There's always two Monday night football games week one. 
did they they announce anything on that? I mean, did it change because of the additional week? No, I don't think so. There's oh. usually like a seven o'clock start time and then like a ten forty five start, and they usually have two different crews. And it's I'm surprised there's not two of them. They usually get good ratings on those. Although the games usually kind of suck because they they don't always pick the best teams. Yeah, uh, I'm moving to week two. Yeah, here. I'm I'm not seeing a lot. I mean, we got Chiefs Ravens. That's the Sunday night game. That's always a fun one. Yeah, and then realistically, the only other really good game I like is uh, Bills Dolphins. Did they? Okay, so I know that I had heard a lot about Green Bay, and they were nervous about putting Green Bay on national TV games, the big games. So, is it because of the Aaron Rodgers situation? Yeah, because of the Aaron Rodgers situation. Did they give Detroit at Green Bay because they feel like if it's Jordan Love, that could be exciting because Detroit's Detroit's going to blow chunks this year. I mean, you're, you're looking at like a three, four-win team tops. Maybe. So probably a good save by ESPN there to, to get that game and get the Green Bay team, get the Green Bay game out of the way. Well, they have two primetime games. Yeah, Green two Bay Monday night games. I don't know if it's Monday night. It might be a Sunday night game. They play Chiefs Week Nine, I believe. Ooh, I think I was just seeing that. Boy, on Twitter. That, we'll get to that it. could be really bad if it's not Aaron Rodgers. But I mean, that's all we really got on on Week Two, Week Three. Chargers Chiefs. Realistically, I mean, it's a division game, so it might be good. But oh, Chargers Chiefs that that's probably the best game of the week there. Washington oh, man, Buffalo. This, hold on, Week Three they got Green Bay at San Francisco. Wow, that okay, yeah. like those could be bad, like bad games. Like, well, you big can see Trey Lance, Jordan Love. Yeah, I oh man, that's rough. That's like really rough. I, oh, 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 boy. And then, I mean, Eagles, Cowboys is the Monday night game, week three. Tampa at Rams, that's a big time game. The Rams are going to be one of the favorites this year. I don't know what it's going to look like altogether, but like the Rams are a favorite. They beat Tampa last year in Tampa. Correct. Their defense is very good. It's in L.A. That, to me, should have been the Sunday night game, but it's not because Tampa plays New England on Sunday night the next week, um, and they try not to do the same team two weeks in a row on Sunday night football, but that should be fun. I, I'm also really intrigued by the Cardinals at Jacksonville. Are you still on week three? Yeah, I'm on week three still. Okay. That one I really like. So far, I, I really do think this is a good schedule. I'm on week four. I got Cardinals-Rams, four o'clock game. Cardinals at Rams. I don't like this Monday night game, Raiders-Chargers. That could be an absolute blowout. Obviously, you got Bucks at Patriots as the 8 o'clock game on Sunday. All right, so at 8.22 p.m., that, game that was out. when I got, yeah, that game is sold out already. And the cheapest tickets we saw when we went to sixteen hundred dollars a seat. I saw twelve hundred on seat. Did you see twelve? Yeah. Okay, that's the game of the year. Oh yeah. There's not like well, even I mean, that's if New the game England, where Brady breaks the passing record. He's probably going to break. Yeah. So I, we t- I don't know if we talked about this at all. Brady is one thousand one hundred and fifty four yards off of like Drew Brees' all time passing record. This is week four. If he plays it right, he should break that record week four. Assuming he has, you know, 300 yards or so in the first three games each. If he was to break that at New England, like, first of all, what a storybook writing right there. But already, like, Brady returns to New England. New England's got the new quarterback and Mac Jones. Like, that's the game of the year. I don't care what anybody says. Like, 
it might end up being a blowout. Tampa could absolutely blow New England out of the water. Everyone's watching that game. They all want to see that one. Steelers-Packers could be a good game. Yeah, again, like with the Packers. Every single Packers game could be good, but if A-Rodge ain't there, oof. That could be an easy win. I'm for the excited Steelers. though. Part of me is rooting for Aaron Rodgers to be playing in a, either on a different team or sitting the bench. I want to see what Jordan Love can do. Just as a football fan, I want to see what the young guy in his second year didn't. Did he get what three, four snaps last year in the regular season? Um, yeah. No, I don't. Maybe. I don't even know. He wasn't even rostered last year. Oh, yeah. He was so, a practice squad guy last year. He didn't play. Let's see what the second. Year oh, hang guy, on. Hang on. Go for it. Jacksonville at Cincinnati. Thursday night game, week four. That's fun. Trevor Burrow. Yeah. Trevor versus Burrow, like a rematch of the national championship game from two years ago. The two, like both teams are kind of, they have some interesting players. Well, it's basically Clemson. If you think about it, it's Clemson versus LSU all over again with Burrow, Chase, and Etienne. Yeah. Trevor. T. Higgins with, yeah. uh, Yeah. Well, actually, T. Higgins was a Clemson player, but like, that's a fun one. I usually hate the Thursday night game. It's always some shitty matchup. Oh, it's boring. It's always bad. You might get like two good Thursday Unless night games Unless it's a Daniel year. Jones running down the football field and tripping at, the ten, tripping at the 10-yard line. You know, did you know that he had like 496 rushing yards last year? Jesus. And, you know, like almost a quarter of them were on that one play, and he didn't even score a touchdown on it. What a Giants way to finish a run, by the way. Man. Come up short. If he went, oh wasn't against the Patriots, they actually probably would have scored a touchdown there. Piss off. How about that? <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm really excited. That's probably one of the few Thursday night games I'm going to be excited for. I really like that matchup. That should be fun. I'm um, on the week five. Yeah, I'm um, just waiting for my screen to load here. Dolphins, Buccaneers. Yeah, that's a blowout to me. I only think it's interesting because of the defense the Dolphins have. And then you have the new addition of Jalen Waddle onto the Dolphins. I think you're downplaying what the Dolphins could do this year. I think I'm not downplaying the fact that Tampa's defense is pretty I'm not going to say that the Dolphins are going to win, dude. I'm just saying that I think the Dolphins are going to be very good. I think they lack the pass rush to make it a problem for Tampa. To beat Tampa, you've got to get home with yes, four. Yes, I, I understand that. And that's, that's where the Dolphins don't have the defense for it. I'm pointing out these Dolphins games because these are games where Tua doesn't have the big shadow behind him anymore. Of, oh, if I play bad, I'm getting benched. So we're going to see how he does against this elite defense that the Bucks have in week five. And if he can come out and not play terrible, I think this shows that Tua is going to have a very, very bright future. I mean, I believe in Tua. I'm still on the Tua train. I'm so. probably going to point out a lot of the Dolphins game because I'm excited for what they can do, especially with him having Jalen Waddle and Will Fuller now. I'm ex- I'm very excited for what the the Dolphins can do, especially in these difficult games like against the Bucks. So I shit talked Thursday night football, Rams yeah, and Seahawks. Like, let's go. That's the best game of the week for me. It's not even close. Like a very good Sunday. This is these are very good primetime games this week too. Sunday night game is Bills Chiefs, and then you have the Monday night game is Colts at Ravens. Colts at Ravens should be a fun one. I actually it, it could go either way. It could be a defensive struggle or. It could be a shootout. I mean, both teams have really good defense. And we're also yet to see this year what Lamar Jackson can do with another receiver. It's always been Lamar runs because he doesn't have anybody to pass and to. And Carson Wentz with Frank Wright. Exactly. I mean, I, I'm i not crazy about it. I still don't really believe in Wentz. But and then you have if the, anybody's going to turn him around, it's Reich. 
you know, that was the one time he had success. Before we keep going, I want to ask you one question. If there's a team you're looking at, or two teams you're looking at, to where I want to watch as many of their games as possible, not counting the, the Patriots and the Bucks and the Steelers for me, what are those teams for you? Well, Arizona is already one of those teams. I don't want to count You want me to Arizona? take Kyler Murray yeah, out of it? Yeah, because you're the, the um, Kyler Murray fan. So. Yeah, I'm the leader of the Kyler Murray <laughs> fan club. You know, that's a good question, actually. Do you want me to answer it first? Because I think I know. Yeah, go ahead. The Niners. I, I'm okay. very interested to see what the Niners can do. Their defense Well, is- okay, hang on. What if Jimmy Garoppolo is starting quarterback? If it's Jimmy G, then no. If it's okay. Trey Lance off the bat, okay. then yes. They get their defense back in full form. They're not injured anymore. They have Trey Lance as the starter. I'm very excited to watch their games. All right. I would say if I'm picking... I, I'm going to pick two of them here. One is a chalk up because I'm always interested in Seattle. Yes. And I want to see how Russell responds to... Basically, Seattle not really doing anything this offseason. I want to see where he's at and... You know, if there's any drop off in his play, like if he drops off a little bit, look for Seattle to move him. My the other one is oh, the the Carolina Panthers. Oh, interesting. I, okay, I'm I very, wasn't thinking about them. I'm interested to see what they can do with the uh, better defense that they, they drafted and an actual offense now with Sam Darnold under center. They have Christian McCaffrey. Hey, hey, back. hey, lay off. actual offense. You back off, T- Teddy Two Glove. That's my guy. They have Sam Darnold under center. Whatever. And then they have Christian McCaffrey back. They have three and f- four very good wide receivers. I'm gonna. I'm very interested to see what they can do as well. So if, if there's two teams that I don't normally watch, it's it's the Niners and the Panthers. So I have I have my true second team, and then I have one more. Okay. The Chargers. I I think I said this already. Yep. I'm a big Herbert fan. I liked him before the draft, and then everybody really really took a shit on him. So I'm I'm still like I was kind of in on him, but it was like ah, I could go either way. I really am excited for him. He's got a good offensive line this year. I wish they could have given him a couple more weapons in the off season. Like I I would have liked to have given him something. My other team is Atlanta. Okay. Now, if Atlanta trades Julio Jones, I'm still in on them. If they keep Julio Jones, really in on them. I just want to see that offense. They might suck. Like they might win six games. But that offense, honest to God, should score like 47 a game, and I really want to watch it. I think if I'm going to take a third, it's going to be the Jets. Oh, God. I just I hope you know that Zach Wilson's winning like three games this year, right? I, like, I know that you love him. I don't have a definite third. Like, I, I want to watch Jets games, but I'm not going to say... If, you if, want to watch no, Jets games? It's not that I want to. Okay. Like I want, I want to see as much of Zach Wilson as I can. I'm not going to sit down and watch a Jets game because it's the freaking Jets. He's like, you know, he's going to look pathetic this year. right? That's fine, but I don't really have another third. The the Panthers and the the Niners. If Trey Lance is the starter for the Niners, are two teams where I'm like, I might turn off a game like a Steelers game to watch the Panthers play because I want to see what that team looks like. You should turn off the Steelers game. Shut they're gonna be bad. Your Mouth. They might lose to Denver. Oh, never mind. It's in Pittsburgh. They won't lose to Denver. Can I lose to Denver even if it's in Denver? In Denver? That's like a tough place to play. I mean, shut up. Altitude. This is in October. Relax. All right. Uh, moving on to week six. If it'll load. I got. Ah, this isn't looking too great. I haven't. It still hasn't loaded for me yet. All right. Here we go. Uh, Cardinals Browns. All right. Well, Tampa Philly. That's a blowout. What'd you say? Cardinals Browns. Cardinals Browns. Uh, that's probably a blowout. I think Cleveland will 
run all over them. Cowboys Patriots. Now that's America's team versus the true America's team. New England's going to blow them out of the water. Seahawks, Steelers. Seahawks is good. They Seahawks might destroy them. Steelers. I don't care where the Steelers play. They're. I have the Steelers losing like nine to ten games this year. Yeah. You also have the Patriots winning 12 games, so I don't want to hear... That was a lot of optimism. Anything <laughs> of what you have to say. I think I gave us wins against like Tampa. I, I don't know if I can give us a win against Tampa. That's That's pretty tough. Week six looks very, very boring. Well, I mean, look, you got Atlanta, New Orleans, and the Niners on a bye that week. Is this the first week of byes? I didn't see bye week in week in week five. Did you see any bye weeks in week five? Uh, I didn't did they change how the bye enough. weeks are working this year? They yeah. did. Okay, so normally we've had bye weeks in like week three, four, five. They've changed it this year because of they the extended week. week. Six. They start week six. I like that because I hated when a team would have like a week four bye. What the hell is that doing for anybody? All right. Uh, week seven, we got Bills, Cowboys, Jaguars, Chargers, Vikings, Steelers all on bye. So a very early bye for the Steelers, which sucks. Notable games, in my opinion. I mean, you got Dolphins, Falcons. I mean, you brought up the Jets, so you want to – I mean, Jets at Patriots – yeah. You could have Zach Wilson versus Mac Jones. You could get Zach Wilson getting his first taste of Bill Belichick, the, which the problem, would be great. I, I want to reiterate what I said about the Jets. They aren't going to win games. No, they're not going to win games. But if Zach Wilson looks promising, even in the slightest bit, with this mediocre team that the Jets have, I will be very happy with what the Jets have done. Now, Zach Wilson could come out and look absolutely terrible. Now, and then... It brings up the question, is it the quarterback, or do we finally have to give a quarterback a lot of assets? I think it's a little of both. I think it's the Jets, and I don't think Zach Wilson is all that. Yeah, I mean, you I and I have disagreed on the on where we rank yeah, Zach Wilson. I think he's going to get to the league, and it's going to be a bad transition for him. He went to the shittiest spot. Of all the teams that took quarterbacks in this draft, the Jets are the worst spot you could have gone. Yeah. That's the last team I would have wanted to been drafted. Well, I mean, the to. Jets, in my opinion, are a favorite to get the number one pick again next year, if it's not the Lions. How but, how disgusting or is the that? Texans? How disgusting is that? I'm looking at Kansas City at Tennessee here. Why is that not, not a late game? I'm not. Why is that not? A I late think that's going to be a blowout for the the Chiefs. How? Tennessee is does everything you have to do to slow the Chiefs down. They run the ball. Play possession. What else do the Titans have? If they get they get down in the in the. Why, late, late what are you third? hating on the Titans for? Who who is Tannehill passing the ball to outside of AJ Brown? What is it, Aaron Ferkser? He's pretty good. It's not. John I still Smith. think they could, they're going to trade for Julio. They're my favorite to trade. And this for could Julio. trade. This could change a lot of what of what my thing is. But as of right now, I don't think the Titans. I think the Titans finished third in that division. Second. Third. In the, second in the division because the Jags aren't going to finish second. But I don't think that the, we're going to get the Titans in the playoffs again. I don't think we're going to get the Titans outside of the top. Ten picks next Titans year. Titans are going to win that division. Titans are going to win that division. Yeah, I got you. Tit- I'll, I'll put it on the board. Wow. Titans are winning that division. I, I'll take it right now. Okay. I mean, what do you you want to put something on it? No, but I will put that on the board. All right, put it on the board. That's an easy Write it up there. Um, Colts Niners. That's another game for Week Seven. I want to just kind of start again. Like we can say the Niners every week because if Trey Lance starts for them, everybody's going to want to see. Yeah. That. Like if it's Garoppolo, people are going to be kind of bored, but. 
it's still like when they when Grapple plays for them, they win. Yeah, the, you know. I want to start moving a little bit faster through these, just because I still have that question. And okay. A lot of these games All are right. going to start moving a little bit. We're right, getting a little bit more boring because of the buys. Primetime games for week eight. Oh, week eight. Thursday. Wow, Thursday night games this year. They're really Packers, home. Cardinals. Packers at Cardinals. That'll be good. And you have Cowboys, Vikings as a Sunday night game. And then Giants, Chiefs as the Monday night game. That could either, again, that's another one of those that could go really good or really bad. Like the Giants could hang around and make it interesting or they could really get shit on. New England at Chargers. I'm circling that one. New England embarrassed them last year, like big time. Herbert threw like four picks and it was it was rough. That one should be interesting. Pittsburgh at Cleveland is the other one. That's yes. the big game of this week. Like every AFC North game, I feel like is is a game to tune into because I think that's the hardest division in football, except the NFC West. I think it's the hardest division in football. NFC West legitimately has three Super Bowl. Teams. I think the AFC North is the hardest division in football. Are any of the teams in the AFC North competing for a Super Bowl? I think the Ravens are contenders for a Super Bowl. How are the Ravens contenders for the Super Bowl? I, the Ravens were one win away from an AFC. Uh, championship, AFC Championship game, right? Like they didn't even make the AFC title. The Browns were in a, a one one snap, one turned call away from an AFC Championship game. Okay, I think the Steelers, the Rams. I'm not going to say the, the Steelers Rams, are Super Bowl the contenders, Rams, but the, the Steelers Seattle, are playoff contenders. The Rams, Seattle, and the Niners have all been contenders for the Super Bowl, or actually, they've okay, all uh, been in a Super Bowl. Then in let's the last say that they're years. both very difficult divisions. Though. That's the, the top best two division divisions. Okay, whatever you say. But anyway, I'm just giving you shit about the Steelers. Like, I'm not giving you any AFC North credit. I'm not giving you any Steelers credit. You're going to hear from it. Week 9, Jets-Colts, the Thursday night game, mediocre. There's not really any regular game. Oh, Packers-Chiefs, 425. Titans-Rams, 820. That's not really a good game. Bears-Steelers, Monday night game. I like Titans at Rams, and I like Cardinals at Niners. Yes. Chicago at Pittsburgh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> wow, thanks, ESPN. Thanks for that one. Oh, my God. Um, That's going to be a... Ooh. All right, who's playing for? Who's playing in the NBA tonight? That's going to be one of those nights. I'm on, I'm on week 10. Yeah, that's where um, I am. Thursday game, Ravens-Dolphins. That's, eh, really? Eh, yeah. You know, if Baltimore's not playing like a top five team, they kind of, like, they, they can really disappoint me. I'm not as impressed with Lamar Jackson. Like, he's flashy, but that does, like him, he doesn't excite me. I'm not excited to watch the Ravens. Like, th- their style of play, like, can go either way, and I just don't love it. So, like, the Miami game, like, uh, that that could be, like, a 17-13 to 13 game, you know? I want something, like, I, I like a score that's at least, like, 28-24, and that, uh, that could go really bad really quickly. Another notable game that I have, um, Seahawks-Packers, that's only notable for A-Rodge a- a- as the quarterback. Falcons, Niners. Falcons at Cowboys, 54-49. to 49. <laughs> Calling it right <laughs> now. 54-49, to 49, I got the score. And then a good Monday game, Rams-Niners. Again, everyone take the over in <laughs> Atlanta at Dallas. Like, take the over. I'm sorry, but just take the over. Week 11, Patriots-Falcons. Jesus, yeah, okay. You're on, you're on week 11 already? Yeah. Oh, my God. I'm trying to, uh, yeah, I, I got it. But bit. like, you're you're killing me, Jesus. <laughs> let let me look at the rest of the schedule. I'm trying to to think about these games, man. All right, week eleven, Patriots Falcons Thursday night. Yeah, it's boring. Um, you got Colts Bills one o'clock game, boring. Oh, Giants at Tampa, Tom Brady's nemesis, <laughs> and Steelers Chargers is a Sunday night. Game. I I do like. Okay, I got two. 
Actually, I got three. Cardinal I got Seahawks. Dallas, Kansas City, Cardinal Seahawks, Pittsburgh Chargers. Those are three really good games. Uh, all three of them. Those are really good, really good matchups. Yeah. Not just they could score a lot of points. The matchups are really good. Pittsburgh's defense against the Chargers' defense and offense, like that could go either way. Dallas and Kansas City, they're just trying to put up points. Cardinals, Seattle, two quarterbacks running around. Who who doesn't want to watch that? Like, I like that. What are you on? You want to go to twelve? Yeah, I'm on week twelve. Right, you're on twelve. Uh, you got three Thursday night games. Okay, this is Thanksgiving. All right, so yep. Thanksgiving, this is big. Bears, Lions, oh, obviously. Chicago at Detroit. Ugh. <laughs> Raiders, Cowboys. Raiders. You know, can we can we make a petition that Detroit and Dallas don't play? All right, Dallas, fine. But can Detroit stop being the Thanksgiving game? And then Bills, Saints. Jesus Christ. Those are three pretty Bears, bad games. Bears at Lions. Who the hell is watching that? I mean, I am because I have no life on Thanksgiving. <laughs> but, oh, my God. And then, okay, Buffalo at Saints. My God. Buffalo might win that game like 40 to 10. Oh, my God. Why? Notable games. Interdivision, Steelers, Bengals, mediocre. Rams at Packers. And then the the Sunday night game, Browns-Ravens, another game. Yeah, Browns-Ravens, I like that one. And then Seahawks-Washington is the Monday night game. Oh, man, that might be like a 10 to 7 game. (laughs) Seahawks at Washington, that could be like 10 to 7. Oh, my God. Um, Week 13, the Thursday night game is Cowboys-Saints. I'm not excited by that. Other notable Tampa, games. Tampa at Atlanta. Both of those matchups yep. this year should be exciting. You got the Ravens at the Steelers. You got the Niners at the Seahawks. And then you got uh, Niners-Seahawks is the Sunday night game. Ooh, then, New England yep. at Buffalo Monday night. Uh, Buffalo's going to win that one. I'll say it right now. We're not going into Buffalo and winning that game. Oh, actually, uh, Chargers at Cincinnati. I like that, too. Just as a, that could be sneaky fun. Yeah. I like to look at these as what game could be fun. You know, yeah, I'm on week 14, a very boring Thursday night game. I mean, it may be boring. It's Pittsburgh at Vikings. That to me sounds like Dalvin Cook hitting you guys up for like 220. Scrimmage yards, not like all rushing. Jesus Christ, I'm not. I don't think he's gonna rush for 220 on you guys. I don't have respect for the Steelers, but like you guys can still stop the run. Like I'll give you that one. Uh, you got Ravens, Browns. I like I like Niners at Bengals. That sh- that could be fun. I do like the Bengals. I'm going to keep saying them. They should be fun this year. Yep. Ravens at Browns. And then... Yeah, that's... Again, I'm looking I think, at, didn't we just see that two weeks ago? I think that was week... What week are we at? Oh, yeah. Right they now? play each other twice. Well, yeah. But, like, I think we saw that week 12. So, week 12 to week 14. Like, I like that. Yeah. Um, 425 game. Bills, Buccaneers. Oh. Is that the Super Bowl that could have been? Tom Brady playing against his... Little baby team from Buffalo. <laughs> he ain't afraid of them. He owns them. Bears at Packers, a Sunday night game. And then you got Rams, Cardinals is the Monday night that's, game. That's, that's a, good, a good Monday night game. I like that. Why do we keep doing this with the Bears and the Packers? Stop putting that as a primetime game. I know that that's some rivalry. That has never been a rivalry like in the last 50 years. It's never even been a rivalry for those two teams in the last 50 years. Nobody cares. The Bears have been terrible. Stop making us watch that crap it's crap the Packers are so much better than the Bears in general it's not fun to watch nobody likes it I'm on week 15 Thursday night game is Chargers or Chiefs at Chargers oh thank you let's Um, go uh, notable games you got Packers at Ravens at one o'clock I mean that's interesting if Aaron Rodgers is the quarterback you got the Falcons at the Niners 
And then you got the Seahawks at the Rams. And then Saints, oh, Saints, Saints at, at Bucks Tampa. is the Boring. Sunday game. Vikings at Bears oh is the God. Monday game. Okay, so those are and then both of those late games are boring. We have games not scheduled yet. I don't know why it's saying this on NFL.com. It's the same for you too. No, I don't have this on ESPN. What do you, what do you? It's saying games not scheduled yet are the Jets at Dolphins football team. Oh, at they Eagles. have okay, yeah, they do have TBD times. That's because um, they do flexing this late in the season. Yes, that's true. They have those flex games. Yep. You know, depending on. Seating. Yeah. yeah, seating and all that. None of them really look good to me. Honestly, I wish they would flex New Orleans and Tampa out of that spot and put Seattle at, at Rams. Rams. Yes. I wish they would have done that because New Orleans to me is not what they should be this year. I think people are really going to overrate them. I don't see them being very good this year. I agree. I am um, on the 16. Yep. Yeah, Niners at Titans. This is a Thursday game. You have I like that. Oh, we have Saturday two games. Two Saturday games in the Browns at the Packers. Who doesn't love I Saturday really like. football? You got the Colts at the Cardinals, which I also really like on Saturday. Ooh, that's the 8-15 game, too. Yep. I like that. Um, notable games on Sunday. Uh, you got Buccaneers at Panthers. Buffalo at New England. I'm cir- I mean, obviously, I'm circling that one anyways, yeah. but that to me is the well, big one. That's a late-season game. It's a division game that could matter for the Patriots to make. Playoffs or even beat out Ooh. maybe Buffalo or tickets as low as two forty five, <laughs> babe. I'm thinking we hop right on that. No, why not? No. Oh Steelers God. at Chiefs is a four twenty five game on Sunday. Oh, Chiefs, so hum they got that one, no problem. <laughs> Washington at Cowboys is a Sunday night game, and then the Monday night game is Dolphins at oh Saints. Oh God, that made me Dolphins so at gets, Saints. This gets real. I really want to throw up in my mouth. This gets real boring late in the season. Oh my for these prime God. I am on to week 17. You have no Thursday night game. Yeah, I think 16 is the last Thursday yep. night game. Notable one. Or no, Cardinals notable at games. Dallas. Yep. I really like that. Kansas City at Cincinnati. Falcons at Bills. Yep. Rams at Ravens. Rams at Ravens. Vikings, Vikings at, at Packers. Packers should be good. And then you finish off the season with a nice Browns. No, at we got we got one more week. Oh, we do. Yes, we got week you're right, eighteen. You're, right, you're my bad. Browns at, at Steelers, Steelers is the Monday night game. Browns running roughshod. I hate you. Good. And then week eighteen, you got. This is going to be a lot of divisional stuff. Oh yeah. Yeah. This is all. Uh, Cincinnati all finishes division, up actually. with Cleveland. That could be. Big playoff implications yep. there. You got Steelers at Ravens. That's also playoffs. New England, Miami. Yep. That could be playoff implications. Chicago at Minnesota. That's playoff implication potential. All of the NFC East of games. That could all be playoff. I have a feeling that they're going to flex the NFC East game down to the Sunday night game. Probably. Most likely. Um, well, there's no Sunday night game. It's all 425. There's still a... Oh, there's... No way game. they're not going to have a Sunday night football game. I mean, they'll probably flex something. They're, they're definitely going to flex but, something down. There. I mean, realistic thinking about it right now, playoff implications. You got Steelers at Ravens, uh, Niners at Rams, Seahawks at Cardinals. The Chargers and Raiders. Yes, that's what I was going to say. That could be important that for the Chargers. could be important for the Chargers. I don't know about the Raiders. All of the NFC West games are going to be big. Yes. Like Arizona should probably still be in the division, like a chance to go to the wild card. San Francisco, Seattle, and the Rams. Is Seattle, is there a better chance of Seattle finishing first or last in that division? I think they have a better chance of finishing last. I agree. Seattle could either have a great season out of Russ or it could just take a, t- take a nosedive and they could be terrible. 
Yeah. Like, one of those teams is going to be bad, or at least not make the playoffs. They would be my favorite to not make the playoffs, I think. Yeah. I mean, that wraps up the schedule. I think next week, maybe the week after, we'll have early division rankings and overall just schedule predictions Actually, for every I'd, team. I have a couple guys that want to come on the show. Oh, you do? So, yeah, I'd, I'd like to do at least one of them. Okay. Have one of them come on, and we'll discuss their team. Spend 20, 25 minutes on it. Yeah, that's fine. All right. Give me your... No, I have two things. Okay. CBS released their Super Bowl odds today. Updated. It, this was po- our pre-schedule being released. They have the Chiefs at, as the favorites at plus 525. They have the Buccaneers next with 650. And then it takes a huge jump with Bills at three at plus 1,300. And then... Plus 1,300. Yes. That's mo- that's jump on kind of money. That's, that's what I was yeah, just going to ask that's someone you. I would jump on. I'm not... Okay, I'm just going to state this for the record. Neither of us are big-time gamblers or betters. I understand the lines... And I do like to look at lines. Yes. And I do like to say, hey, that'd be a game I'd throw 20 bucks on, you know, here and there. Do not take our yeah, advice. Do not, do not what, take gambling advice from me. But I do like to ask the line and see what the line is going into the week and, you know, see if I like it or not. Another one I would maybe jump on right now. What are the Rams at? The Rams are at plus fourteen hundred along with the Niners and Ravens. Okay. Ooh. The one that I would jump on outside of the Bills. If you say the Steelers, I'm gonna climb across the The Browns are at plus eighteen hundred. Well, they should be. The Saints are way too high. They're at plus two or twenty five hundred. Yeah, their schedule is uh another one I might jump on just as like let me throw fifty bucks on it. The the Chargers at plus thirty five hundred. They should be higher. I agree. I think. That's I why think I'm saying have, I would throw 50 yeah. bucks. If, yeah, me, don't do it, obviously, because right. don't listen to me. But I just figured it. So the Bills are probably the easy throw some money on it. Yeah, the Bills would be the one because, I mean, I rip on the Bills. but like, I hate Bills fans. Let me just state it that way. No, Bills, no, I hate, I hate the Bills. but Bills fans drive me. Yeah, but you have a division issue with that. I have, I have no bias other than the fact that I'm from New York. I like the Bills. I do not like Bills fans. You know who you are, every single one of you. But, I, I mean, that's what I was getting to, and you answered it right away. My random question is, if you could have one sports movie made, what would it be? Ooh. So, like, it's a, are we doing, like, a documentary? Yes. Kind of style? Yes. Ooh. Okay. Now, I will tell you what my answer was going to be before I knew that there was already a movie made about this. Uh, yeah, I want to know what your answer would have been. Pat Tillman. Okay. I, I, wa- mean, I wish... That's I, not what I would... I, mean, I, I get where you're going. Well, do you know like the whole yeah, gist I, of I know what the happened? story, yes. Do you, Tamara? Okay. She said no, by the way. There, so Pat Tillman, he got drafted by the Cardinals, and instead of going to play for the Cardinals, he chose to go to the military. He supposedly found out a bunch of like messed up stuff within the military, and he was killed. But he wasn't killed by the Taliban, who they were fighting at the time. He died in a friendly, friendly, friendly fire. fire, basically. And nobody knows who did it. Why he died, how he died, so he's kind of like he's got a, he's got a statue outside the Cardinal Stadium. I didn't know there was a movie about him, but I mean there is, so that's not my answer anymore. I don't really have an answer. My answer will would be if I have to choose. I like the sound of a giant upset 
There's already a movie on that. There? Uh, see, yes, I, there is. There is oh, movies okay. on that. See, th- that's why it was... Like, so, like, there's a lot of sports documentaries, like, just small ones that production studios have done. Um, one just came out about six months ago about Deflategate, and it disproved it. Now, are these, like, uh, 30 for 30s? Are they... They're not... So, they're similar to 30 for okay. 30s. Like, they've been I'm produced... I'm talking their, full-length... Oh, yeah. They're, hour they're full-length half, movies. Two-hour movies. Oh, yeah. okay. Oh, yeah. The one about Deflategate's, like, two and a half hours long. Oh, okay. And it's, it's really good, like... If you're someone that believes that like the footballs were deflated by Tom Brady, like go watch it and that will you'll understand. Look, it had nothing to do with Tom Brady. It had to yeah. do with actual like science. See, but this is why I thought this was a better question for you. I actually like you know question. a lot about these movies that that I like. I didn't sports know there was documentaries. A, yeah, I love sports documentaries. Like, oh, man, this is, I like this the is un- tough. The problem with this question for me is I like the unusual sports documentaries. Like, I didn't watch the MJ documentary. Until like a year after it came out, and I still haven't finished it. You haven't finished that? No. What I, part are you on? I think I have like seven and eight left. Oh man, you gotta <laughs> get to. That's the best part. Um, oh, that's like the flu game, man. But I did like uh, McGregor's documentary. So I, I have not seen that. That's one. a really I, good everyone told me the Tiger one was really good too. I haven't seen that. I haven't either. seen that. Obviously, I mean, you know, I'm not a big movie guy to begin with. That's yeah. why this question oh, is Jesus, more for you because. I have terrible when it comes to naming movies to begin with, let alone sports ones. You know, I'm I'm trying to think of like a big moment in sports history. That's really tough. And that, this, I, we could think of, if you want to wait, we no, can no, answer I, it next I, week. I kind of I'm trying to think of like, you know, a, a lot of people associate like sports with what's going on in the world. So like, what comes to mind is like 2013 Boston Red Sox, but there's been movies about that. Obviously, the Boston bombing was that year. You got the, the Cubs Yankees. in 2016. Yeah, the Cubs 2016. But that, see, that to me isn't like a big story because we've done that story. You know, like what's his name, you know, reaching out and grabbing the foul ball in 2001 or, I yeah. think, or 1999, whatever year that was. I'm glad, I'm going to stop you for one second. I'm glad you didn't immediately jump to a Tom Brady because we okay, both well, know there's going to be a Tom that's, Brady. That's not one that I want to have made because like, I mean, you've lived it. Right, but like how much, in, I mean, yeah, you know, I, I could say that I want to know what's like. We didn't know what Michael Jordan's life was really like. And nobody knows what Tom Brady's life really is. Like, yeah. what goes on behind the scenes. So that's why I loved the MJ doc. Even though a lot of that stuff I did know already, even though I didn't live it. Like, I knew what his life kind of was like. How he couldn't go outside. And he could You know, like, the Rodman documentary, that was really good. I don't know if you've ever seen the, uh, the Randy Moss documentary. His story's really great. Him and Allen Iverson and Michael Vick, the fact that those three guys made it to the professional leagues is incredible. Like, where they come from is just horrible. Long Gone Summer was done last year. That was about the home run race in 1998 uh, with baseball. That's one of the best ones I've seen. I really enjoyed that. Man, it's just, it's just tough because they've all been done. I don't know if this has been done yet, but this will be my answer. Michael Phelps, 2008 Beijing Olympics. Okay. Give me everything on that. I want to know... I don't know if they have like footage of behind the scenes from him or something. I'm assuming they got something. And there's not a Michael Phelps movie, by the way. I, mean, I want to know play. what the hell is going through that guy's mind trying to win eight gold medals in one Olympics. There is a movie coming out later this year on Peacock about his life ahead of the Tokyo Olympics. Uh, but you know. I will agree with you because did you know what his diet was? Oh, Pre- yeah. Oh, yeah. He it's used to eat a ton. A ridiculous yeah. amount of... Like, Okay, Michael Phelps, like, okay, there's Tom Brady for me. 
And then, like, there's, you know, a few Celtics guys. Michael Phelps is, like, my favorite athlete of all time. Yeah. He's, he was, like, my hero well, The most decorated up. Olympian. People forget him on the sports Mount Rushmore. And that's a pot I want to do someday is okay. the sports Mount Rushmore. Like, yeah. who's really up there? Okay, there's not even a question. Like, he's the greatest Olympian ever. I think, how old was I? Okay, that was in 2008. So I was 11 when that was going on. Like, that was intense. Yeah. Those eight nights were ridiculous. It, it was when he won the hundred fly by one one hundredth of a second. That was insane. Like I still get like I watch that replay and it's still like, holy shit, is he gonna pull this off? When they came back against France in the, I was uh, just the four by up, yeah. the four by one hundred medley, like that was insane. He had eight world records, eight world records in eight events. There's no feat like you can go. That's harder to me than going like sixteen and zero in the regular season in the NFL. Really? Yeah. I, like, well, yeah. I, I shouldn't say really because I mean, like holding the a seven, world record, the seventy three and nine Warriors to me, the eight gold medals is more impressive. Even if the Warriors had won the title, yeah. like the seventy two and ten Bulls, it's the greatest team ever. Like, what? there's never been a better a team better than that. I mean, give me Michael Phelps. Think about it this way: eight gold medals. Think about it this way: you have a, a basketball team full of twelve guys that realistically get minutes, and you go seventy three and nine. And then you have one guy. Uh, yeah, who has to be perfect. Exactly. And he was. I, he Honestly, I would say he was more than perfect because nobody would have predicted anything that he did that year. And you could have predicted but, well, it. Like, but I, I think people, it was such an expectation of him to do it. Mark Spitz did seven for seven. He won seven golds. I think that was back in 76. And when Phelps said that he was going to do it, like he won six gold or he won six golds in Sydney in 04. Or was it? Was it Sydney? I can't remember. Hang on. It was, no, it was Athens. I'm sorry. Athens in 04. And he won the six, and he, I think he took home two bronze in that Olympics. And it was like, oh, can he get eight? Like, can he win eight gold medals? And it's, su- it's such a challenge because he's not a breaststroke guy, but he's a fly. And fly is the most difficult stroke. And the competition level at that point in time was so high to be perfect would have been yeah. it's so like no, so I, to I, me I, that's the one that polarizes me the most 100% because and it's the Olympics like I love watching the Olympics because it's my country like I love to root for my country those are the kind of stories like Miracle on Ice you know like if there wasn't a documentary about that but yeah that's the one you know like you care more about that we weren't even alive yeah you know 1980 Lake Placid what the hell happened everybody knows you know, the United States pulled off the greatest upset in sports history. That that was not supposed to happen, you know? So anytime that something happens, it's not supposed to happen. I just that's, get chills. I know, right? <laughs> no, every time I hear, do you believe in miracles? Yeah, I get chills. It's, it's, it's ridiculous. Like, I wasn't even alive for that. And it's the greatest yeah. moment in sports history. That's like Rocky knocking out Ivan Drago. Spoiler alert if you've never seen it. Like, <laughs> wasn't supposed to happen. Haven't, by the way. okay this kid has seen like no movies it's pathetic it's yeah it's you you are really pathetic like people ask me about movies all the time and i just i I don't i don't watch movies oh i hate that i I hate it i'm bad at it. so okay if you're if you're still listening to the pod i have a challenge for every single one of you send us your movies i don't want new movies i want like classic they could be new but like yeah classic movies that every person should see because this bastard is going to watch them. Or I can just tell you if I've seen them or not. And most more than likely, I, I actually, haven't. I want to start doing it. I want to start when things really slow down here. Like when we get close to the end of the NBA season and there's no NFL, 
We're doing one movie review a week. We're going to talk about it. No, yes. I hate watching no, movies. No, we're going to do it because there's not going to be anything on. So when we get done with the podcast, we're all going to sit in that living room and we're all going to watch one movie. And then the next week, we're going to talk about it because it's disgusting that you haven't seen any movies. How about we go through? So Barstool has the the pod, the podcorn thing. Okay. Let's yeah, yeah, yeah. pod. Podcorn. Yep. It's a movie podcast. They have a top 100 where all three of the, the people on it rank movies. We'll go through that. If you really insist that we do this, yes, we go we're, through. No, this is this is happening. We go through an order of their top 100, and you probably won't agree with it. And I have no input because I don't uh, watch movies. I might. And if mm-hmm. I haven't, I'll let you know. Their number one is Shawshank Redemption, and I have seen it. It's, it's not my, my number second one, favorite movie of all time. You know, it's a great. If you really want to do that, we can start doing it next week, and we will we will go from there. We'll do it every week, no matter what. We'll we'll save ten minutes at the end of the podcast or at the beginning of the podcast to go over the movie review. And then once we've watched them all there, you can no longer bust my balls about not watching movies. Um, I can't believe it. But I do want to add that random question either every week or every other week because it's kind of hard to find like interesting questions that haven't been overdone. That I was just, a good one. I that's, just saw that That's one of my more favorite ones you've done. Scrolling through, I think, TikTok actually. But I think this was a very good episode for the both of us. I'm really excited we have a schedule. Yeah. Because now like if we do a breakdown, like I can really tell you if I think People are saying the Bucks are going undefeated. Stop with that. Well, like I said, happening. watch out for like a, a way too early rankings. Not even way too early, but an early rankings of the of the entire season. Oh, we got one to thirty two power rankings coming up. Like, let's go. Yeah, that's fine. I think I'm good. I think yeah, we've discussed, I'm good. I'm discussed good. enough. Yep. So remember to send us emails at highly undisputed twenty four seven at gmail dot com. Follow us on Twitter. Yep. At Highly Undisputed. That's Highly Undisputed without the E. I think that's become our trademark for every single every single week. And then I don't have the phone number in front of me. Send so. us voicemails. It'll be in the description. Or go re-listen to the episode again. It'll be at the beginning. Remember to rate, review, unsubscribe. Resubscribe. Resubscribe. Re-rate rate and us five stars even if you tell us we suck. We, we'd love to hear you guys' feedback. We're beginning a little bit every single week from a few listeners. And like I said, next week we have a guest. So we'll close it up. We'll see you guys next week.